Hey there, welcome to Business Breakthroughs. I'm your host, Neil Dipentino. So glad you could join us today. Uh, I've got a really great guest today. I think you're really going to enjoy uh, some of the stuff that she's going to be talking about. Uh, she's a humanitarian award winner. Uh, providing remote business coaching to entrepreneurs in developing countries and emerging economies. Uh, she is the founder and the CEO of E4 Enterprises from Delray, Florida. Welcome to the show, uh, Donna, Donna Rosa. How you doing, Donna? Thanks so much, Neil. So happy to be here. Yeah. So how are things down in Florida? It finally cooled off. We're we're liking the the cooler weather here. I don't nice. know about where you are, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I I think I have you beat. The studio is like about twenty degrees cooler uh, than the rest of the building, and so um, I'm actually you can't see them, but I have muckalucks on my feet to keep my feet uh, warm. But uh, not really. I'm just kidding. But, when I say uh, cooler, I mean seventy. Four degrees. <laughs> oh, I my heart bleeds for you. <laughs> it's a welcome relief. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, yeah. I, hey, you know, I love this time of year in Florida. It's a great place to be. Uh, you know, I'm, I guess I was told one time by somebody that I'm not supposed to say things like that because we need to be evergreen. You know, so if somebody wants to watch this in the summer, you know, whatever. Oh, but okay. you know what? I love the seasons. I'm a four season kind of guy, so you know, I don't have a problem telling. Them, hey, this is like we're getting into winter. And it's cold in Tennessee. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, hey, Donna, we want to dive into, uh, you know, your expertise and what you do. We, we I, in the intro kind of spoke about a little bit about your you, your business and you know, the humanitarian award and, and, and what you do in your business and uh, as a coach. Uh, but before we do that, really want to find out more about you. Can you give us a little, uh, you know, a bit of your background? Tell us about Donna Rosa. Yeah, so my background as well as my business um, are both sort of uh, different. Um, I spent most of my career in the food industry, believe it or not. Um, and then at some point, I I just sort of took a look and I wanted to do something good for the world at, at some point. And I, I realized that I, you know, what could I do? And that I had a lot of uh, business experience and I just wanted to share it with people who needed this, this experience. Um, and so, you know, after a lot of soul searching, a lot of digging, a lot of research or whatever, um, I figured out that I could, um, sort of transport my my skills uh, into uh, you know entrepreneurs in in developing countries and so I made the transition from the corporate world into international development which is what this is called um, you know working in you know all over the world Africa Central America Eastern Europe uh, Caribbean and so forth okay and you know, you I, I read someplace or maybe heard someplace that uh, you're kind of an international traveler. You've worked internationally. You uh, obviously love that that travel part of your, your life. Tell us a little bit about that uh, background. Yeah, I've done a lot of work. Um, I started off working in the field. Um, much of my work is in Africa because that just happens to be where most of the aid was going. Um, but I also traveled a lot for for business and, and for, for pleasure. So I was a traveler, but at some point I got tired of the travel <laughs> and I got tired of the TSA and the blah, blah, blah. So, um, now I work almost exclusively, uh, remotely with these entrepreneurs, um, using nice. the power of the internet and zoom. Um, I coach entrepreneurs, um, remotely and, you know, there's more and more internet 
connectivity in Africa and, and other places. And so it's entirely possible as long as somebody has a computer and internet access that I could, I could do it remotely. So I, yeah, I have quite some experiences from, from those, from the field work. Nice. Nice. Well, God bless the Internet. Right. So uh, it's given us a lot of opportunities and opportunities for those people that you work with that they may not have ever had uh, yeah. before. Right. Yeah. So before we started the podcast, we kind of were talking a little bit about your business and what you do at uh, E4 Enterprises. Um, and I guess you said this is kind of all one thing, but really you're working not only with uh, the actual entrepreneurs, but you kind of work with they have sponsors or they have investors, people who are interested in making sure that they have a business and that business succeeds. And they're looking for a return on their investment too. Is that correct? Yeah, it's more um, nonprofit rather than investment. So what the organizations that I target are what's called donor organizations. So this is the aid world where they have a group of entrepreneurs that they want to um, do what they called capacity building. So they want to teach them how to, how to run a business. Um, and so target organizations for me are more these donor organizations, um, NGOs who support entrepreneurship, um, chambers of commerce, uh, university programs that are trying to help these small entrepreneurs, um, sometimes incubators, um, you know, anyone, you know, even governments, anyone who, who wishes to build entrepreneurship, um, but doesn't have the means or, you know, is looking to, to hire someone to, um, to coach these, uh, these entrepreneurs. And at the, the level that I'm working, I'm working with what's called micro entrepreneurs. So these are very beginner. Um, they don't have a lot of, uh, business skills, you know, they didn't go to, to B school. Um, they, many are what's called, um, entrepreneurs of necessity, which means they started a business because they had to, there were no jobs. Mm -hmm. So they mm -hmm. had to figure out how to sell something and that's what they're doing. And they right. don't have any yeah. business background. And so, you know, here in the, in the West, we tend to sort of, um, you know, admire entrepreneurship and we, um, you know, we sort of build it up, but there it's, it's a whole different story and they are trying to have a business, but they have no idea what's coming in, what's going out, how do you even manage a business, how should you sell it, what, you know, all, all the basics. So, you know, one, one of my, um, my biggest challenges is taking the business concepts and boiling it down to something very, very simple that these entrepreneurs can understand. Right. Yeah. So I'm speak, you're speaking an entirely different language. I mean, not only, you know, a, you know, different language from a different country, but really they don't know business. They know what they know and they maybe have a good idea. Maybe they have something that they feel that they could sell, uh, but they just don't know. They don't have that business acumen to be able to do that. And that's where you come in. Yeah, I mean, it, it's exactly right. I mean, they know how to do what they're doing, whether it's a farmer or a woman who's sewing or, or something like that. Uh, but the rest of it somebody's got you're not born knowing it somebody's got to teach it to you 
Right, right. I, I, yeah, I still don't know it, but that's okay. I'm learning. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. But, you know, so what's interesting, too, and from, you know, what I've read about you and about your business and from conversations that we had, and, and you even said it a little bit ago, uh, is that the people that you're working with, I mean, here in this country, I mean, we start a business because, you know, for various reasons, we may, you know, want to have a job for ourselves. We want maybe want to build something big where we can employ people. Maybe we want to get rich. We want to have a nice car, whatever the case might be. There is survival. Uh, there is just being able to feed your family every day. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's entrepreneurship is not glorified in these, in the, you know, and there's so many of what's called these inter, uh, informal businesses and they're not registered and it's just people trying to trying to sell something. So yes, they're, they're trying to feed their families and pay their school fees and get by and hopefully have enough money to, to survive and, and to do that. And so it's entirely different. Okay. So some of these countries that you're working in, you said, you mentioned Africa as being one of the places, what, where else are you, are, are you working? You have, you're working one-on-one -on -one with people, but you also have like a school for this, right? Yeah, I, I work. Um, I I work mostly either one on one or in small groups over over the internet, and I and I do that because I find that's the best way to impart the knowledge um, versus doing training, mm -hmm. which is a bunch of concepts that they don't really know how to apply to their businesses. Right. So I'd rather start from day one with tell me about your business. What do you need? Uh, show me your your financials if you have them, you know, and 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 work like that. And then they learn the concepts that way instead of starting out with a with a concept and then you apply it. You you apply it first, and then they they can generalize from there. Um, so I have worked a lot in Africa, like I said, the Caribbean, um, Central America, um, Middle East, Russia, Eastern Europe. It's wherever, like it, it, it wherever you're needed. Yeah. But I, yeah. the only thing I don't do is work with entrepreneurs in developed countries because they get, they get enough help. I'm right. looking for the ones that really need this help. That's really cool. I love that. Um, so you have a background in the corporate world. Uh, you're very well educated. And uh, so the things that you've learned, the things that you've done prior to this, I mean, what did you learn? How did you, you know, get to the point where, you know, you can start teaching or, or working with people that, you know, are in a totally different discipline. They're not corporate world. They're not well-educated. How, how did you, how are you able to communicate with them? How are you able to get down to the level or not maybe to get down, but get to a level where they understand what you're trying to, uh, the concepts you're trying to give to them? Yeah, that's the very challenge right there. Right. You just, you just nailed it. Um, and I, I don't know. I guess I just have the ability to take a concept and make it really simple, you know, without complicating things. And so mm -hmm. it's I guess it's just a knack or a talent or whatever, but I'm just able to to take the, you know, and, and there was some learning involved. You know, sometimes I got a little corporate at times, yeah. um, but working with them, you know, I just when they're, we're working on their bookkeeping, for example, what do you have coming in? It, you know, it, it's more like a checkbook than bookkeeping, you know, right. what's coming in and what's going out and what do you have at the end of the month? <laughs> That's <Yeah>. it. <laughs> you know, yeah. 
So that's the challenge, but I, it's it's what I like. It makes a bigger difference to someone like that than I could make a difference with, you know, a techpreneur, MBA, MBA student, you know? like Right, right. Yeah, so I could imagine this is very um, rewarding for you uh, to be able to, to help somebody like that. I, I'm sure you have like tons of stories that you, from some of the successes that you've seen, but, uh, you know, can you maybe share a couple of those stories with us uh, in our audience? Yeah. Um, I would say my very first assignment is, is a good illustration of the types of things I, I, I do because it's, it's very varied. So, um, my very first one, they dropped me off in a place called Umtata, South Africa. And I will never forget looking at the woman who drove me there, drive away and thinking, I have no idea on earth what I should be doing. Uh, <laughs> None. Or I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm here for three weeks and now I don't know what to do. Oh. So um, I started working with this farmer. He was a dairy farmer who also had a small processing facility. And I tend to do a lot of work in agribusiness and small food processing because I came from the food industry. So that's my background. And I just started. And the other thing I do well is I ask a lot of questions. So I started asking him a lot of questions and, and got his input. And you know what? They tell you the answers, but they don't know it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So if you ask enough questions, they have the answers. And so I, you know, that's kind of what I did. So um, one of the first things I did, I, I had to get to know their businesses. And so that's typically what I what I did here and his problems. Uh, one of the things was that he was a farmer and he hated the administrative stuff and the bookkeeping and the business management and all that stuff. He was yeah, a farmer. Right? He had no <laughs> idea. I mean, he, and that's very typical. They don't want to do that stuff. Yeah. And so uh, I set up some, uh, some systems for him that would minimize his administrative time. It was just an Excel spreadsheet that had his payroll on it and another Excel sheet that was uh, an invoice template. So all he had to do was punch in how many liters of milk and the price and it would, he could print out an invoice. He thought that was the best thing he ever saw in his life. Wow. Um, you know, it, and that's why these little things really um, make a big difference. So I set up some systems for him and he uh, later um, informed the organization that hired me would, uh, that, you know, his administrative time went from four hours a week to 20 minutes just by you. And he had a computer. This was back in 2002 or so, 20 years ago. And it was unusual, but he had a computer. He didn't quite know how to use it all that well. But um, so we made his, his business more efficient. Um, another thing was, you know, how, uh, how could we make him more profitable? And he, we were talking about, you know, how to grow his business. And he had a 56 uh, dairy cattle that he milked every day and so forth. And he said, well, I think I'm going to plant some vegetables. I've got a couple of pigs here and maybe I'll buy some chickens and whatever. And I said, wait a minute, let's, let's go back. Um, coming from the food processing, I said, you have an operation here and you have only three customers and one customer is responsible for 98% of your business. Mm. So that's really risky. <laughs> mm, and so mm -hmm. we need to fix that. And 
getting into all these other areas is not going to get you there. We need to focus on your, your processing. Number one, it's value addition. So if you can produce more value-added products, you're going to make a better profit versus a commodity milk thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we looked at that and um, I did a little market research in the area and I looked at things like butter and yogurt and other fermented products. He had the ability to to ferment um, products and they were only sold in the grocery store. And a lot of people in this area couldn't afford the grocery store because Mm. it was all imported stuff. So I said to him, you can make this product cheaper. You can use locally, you know, your own milk or local materials to do it, support the local economy, sell it at a lower price and make it accessible to people who can't afford the store-bought yogurt and Mm. it's producing something nutritious and healthy. There's a lot of reasons why you should be focusing on that. So he bought, you know, he was, he bought into that. And so he immediately started clearing ground to buy more um, uh, uh, cows. He was actually, his demand was higher than what his cows were producing. And so he was actually buying milk in order to resell it. And I said, you're not making any money doing that either. <laughs> you yeah. got to make you, you know, your own milk. So these are all the little, you know, interventions. And then um, I had somebody come in and I said, you know, could this operation be making butter and yogurt and other things? And he, the guy assessed it and he said, yeah, easily, you know, he could buy a used butter churn and, and whatever and start creating these value-added products. So forget about the vegetables and the, <laughs> the chickens yeah. and the whatever and build, you know, build your business. So he was, he got more efficient. He had other problems like um, human resources problems and management, pro, you know, I won't go into all that because it's, it's a long story, but, um, you know, just to get him on the right track toward profitability and minimizing his his pain points. That's, you know, it's very interesting because I'm, as you're talking, I'm thinking to myself, I mean, I understand this is, is you know, a, an emerging economy, you know, third world country, uh, but um, the problems are all this this similar from what we have here chasing the shiny new thing that's not going to bring profit forgetting about the stuff that you're doing how can you expand your market by uh you know taking the products you have and making them better or making something else out of that particular product you know it's uh it's amazing that you know we do the same thing here in this country and you're teaching the that you know the same concepts really but more in a simplified way I I write a lot about shiny object syndrome. You mentioned that Um, these these people have it in spades. (laughs) And so trying to, and and I think that's just an entrepreneurial thing because they, they're always, their radar is always up about how can I make more money? I can do that. I can do that. I could do, you know, with that. And I, most of what I do, most of my job is keeping them focused. Right. Focus. (laughs) And, you know, we can do that, but put it aside for now. And let's do this first. Yeah. And, and you know, keep them clear. And once they get clarity, I had, I was talking to, I, I had to do some mentorship and talking to one yesterday. And she said, you know, I feel so much more confident. And I said, that's because you're clear now. Once you get clarity, you have more confidence in what you're doing because somebody asks you something, you can, you can answer the question. Mm-hmm. And yep. so it goes a long way to just sort through their brain Keep them focused. This is what you do. This is what you, you know, uh, do later. Yeah. No, that's amazing. I also heard you say uh, when you're talking about the uh, Excel spreadsheet and everything that uh, you cut his administration time down 
what the four hours, I think, or four, 20 minutes from four hours, yeah. 20 minutes. So that gave him the time to go out and, and actually explore new things and other things. So to, to help him make become more profitable. And I think, you know, if, you know, we in this country or anywhere, no matter where you're at, if you look at these tools that are available to you and you learn how to use some of these things and don't be so dadgum uh, stubborn about it, you know, you're going to find that it's going to buy time. And, you can, and it could be like you can use that time for, you know, creating better business, more business, being more profitable, maybe spending more time with your family, you know, that type of thing. So oh, I, mean, I think it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, being a dairy farmer is is very hard. You know, the, the cows, the first milking is like 4 a.m., Mm. And then like in the afternoon, they have to be milked. Yeah. There's no, their milk is there. You have to milk them. Right. And so it's a very tough, long day. And if he, you know, to spare, you know, to pick up an extra half a day um, is a lot. Yeah, you know I mean? absolutely. Lot. Absolutely. And to me, it's well, like it's something really small, like, or to you and I, it's, it's like, oh, well, you just, you know, but. It makes a huge difference. That's what I'm saying. The, the little things make such a huge difference. It does. We take a lot of things for advantage. I mean, and it's not it's just because we're, we, I guess we're fortunate, uh, but we can roll over to uh, Kroger or wherever and grab ourselves a carton of milk or yogurt or whatever. It's not that easy for other people. And then you said, yeah. that, you know, the prices and stuff like that being, not being affordable. So obviously by, by being able to do what he was doing and skipping that middleman, that grocery store, he was able to keep his prices down and probably that helped his profits as well. I imagine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So after you said, I think it was what, 2002, 2003, you said? Something like that. Yeah. 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 So have you been able to stay in contact with, with him and, and no worries at today? Um, I lo- most of the time I lose contact, you know, yeah. close to an organization and they're like, okay, thank you for doing what you did. And right. there was Move on to the next thing. Right. Um, so right. I don't know. Um, I don't know what, what happened with that, but he, you know, they're, they're so grateful for the, advice so grateful for the advisory so grateful for your your expertise and for the help you know that's another thing that's so rewarding yeah yeah. just a little bit of advice and it makes such a huge difference in their lives yeah imagine that being able to feel good about what you do right (laughs) i i love it i mean i just these entrepreneurs they're like little sponges (laughs) you know nice i love it they they just They'll, you know, they hang on on everything you say and they, you know, they but, you know, you do have to vet them like not everyone's cut out for this and not everyone's going to put in the it's still a lot of work no matter how you cut it. Entrepreneurship is difficult. They face, you know, issues that we don't face in in the more Mm -hmm. developing developed uh, countries. You know, Uh, they never get, you know, it's extremely difficult to get any kind of financing or funding. Hmm. They don't have any collateral, you know, through the traditional means, uh, unless they get a grant. um, And a lot of times they don't know how to do a proper grant application. So they have to we're really talking about a shoestring and we're talking about, okay, what can we do with what you have now to start generating income? And it may be not what you're eventually going to do, but how do we just get you some money? Right. Yeah, start somewhere, right? Well, well, fantastic. This has been really super. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say a lot of times it's something related, but it's not their their ultimate thing. But we we get them into profitability. 
Right. Well, fantastic. I mean, it sounds like a great program and they can actually either do one on ones. You have the class uh, online classes and stuff like that. We've actually come to the end of the show. We've actually uh, we're we're maybe a little bit over, but that's okay because this has really been super interesting and I really appreciate you being on the show. But before we leave, is there any like last parting thoughts that you would like to share with the audience? Um, I would just try and uh, what I'm trying to do is is make organizations more aware of the need to give business support. There's technical support for these people. There's sometimes financial support, but the business advisory is missing. And so this is what I'm trying to to get out that you need. If you have the other two and you don't teach them how to manage a business, you're wasting your time and your money. So just this need for business support. Very good. And if uh, somebody wants to find out more about you, about your about E4 and about what you're doing, how do they get in contact with you, Donna? Yeah, so they can uh, go to my website, e4enterprises.com. Um, they can uh, contact me, Donna, at e4enterprises.com. Um, and E4 stands for um, Empowering Entrepreneurs in Emerging Economies. That's with the four E's. So you can and I'm on LinkedIn. Hook up with me there. Fantastic. Sounds great. Well, thank you again for being on the show. And folks, that is our show for today. So thrilled that you could be with us again. Uh, Business Breakthroughs is sponsored by Titan Media Works. Check us out at uh, TitanMediaWorks.com. That's work spelled W-O-R-X. And check out all of our other great hosts on the Small Business Delivered Network at SmallBusinessDelivered.com. Until next time, thanks for listening in. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.